Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserves, deserves, deserves. We're the word, 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 word association. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserves, deserves, deserves. We're the word, 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 word association. Hello and welcome everyone to the first episode of The Word Association. We are a podcast with three friends who each bring in a word every episode, and we're going to use that word to sort of springboard off into ideas, conversations, bits, riffs, songs, who knows what's going to happen. Probably, definitely not songs. We'll say definitely not songs. My name is Adel Rafai. I'm joined here by two of my best friends. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Brett, you want to go first? Oh yeah, sure. I wasn't one hundred percent sure uh, if Rob was going to take the uh, the lead there. Uh, my name is uh, Brett Lyons. Uh, yeah, uh, like Adel said, uh, and I'm Rob Way. Oh, wait, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to throw it to you. Mm-hmm, nope. mm-hmm. And we are we know each other in the improv community here in Chicago. The three of us have done multiple different shows in different incarnations. And we most recently did World News Tonight for several, several years. So we're each going to bring in our word and then talk about that. Do you, do you all mind if I go first? Please. Great. Absolutely mind. But go ahead. So, fuck you. So each episode, we might do a word based on a theme or a suggestion or a subject, or it might just be a random word. For the first episode, we didn't have any stipulations or criteria, but I thought because it is the first episode... I thought to bring in something that kind of is correlated to beginnings. And so my word is start. I do prefer start over beginnings because beginnings makes me think of, I guess, the Bible, like in the beginning. Is that the Bible? And it'd be weird. It'd be weird to say, would you like to beginnings have sex? (laughs) Unless you're Steve Martin or Dan Aykroyd. Sure. Too wild and crazy guys. I think there's a a way to work that in. (laughs) Let's let the sex begin. (laughs) The sex will begin. And begin. begin. (laughs) Well, that's begin, Uh, not beginning. I mean, sure. Yeah, Yeah, we should say the way Rob is envisioning the sex is uh, pencils down and (laughs) sex begins. (laughs) Let's be honest. It's work. 
Yeah, making sure his watch <laughs> lines up with the classroom clock watch as, uh, clock as well. Rob, you typically say sex is like a Scantron. I He's do. Got yeah, I was just trying to think. Yeah, yeah, because the answer is always trying to fill in C? the joke. I don't know. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. because you need fill, a number. You fill two. in a bubble. You hope for the best. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. so again, beginnings makes me think of Bible or like new beginnings sounds like a like a AA group or 80s something. Band. So I think start. I think starts a good word. It, we're we're starting the podcast. I think start is mm-hmm. a great word. It also makes me think of like, I guess, video games to some degree. I've always had I've always sure. had an idea that if I ever started a video game company, I would call it Select Startup because all three words relate somehow to video games and it makes me sure. think of like is that like a contra thing yeah it makes me think of contra where there was the code of like select start select start up right. up, up down, 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 down yeah nintendo was the first system that i ever had oh no that's not true i think i had the atari but the but that was very clear start select in the center mm. and then every single game you always press start yeah to actually start what was so it, must, it makes sense does anyone remember how that because we're all around the same age. I believe we're all within like a year of each other. What? I mean, people, we don't know. I mean, we don't say the year. So the people for, uh, who find this 20 years from now. That's never true. Go, I already uh-huh. time stamped it accidentally once. Let's not make that mistake again. Oh, we're ruined. <laughs> Do you all remember how that information permeated the culture? Like, how did we know? Because I got my Nintendo when I, I must have been like eight or nine when I got a Nintendo. Oh, you mean because there was no internet, there was no texting? Like, how did everybody find out the yeah, code? As like, Absol- I, I would assume there was a Nintendo magazine. There was Nintendo was. Power, but, but I don't remember. Nintendo Power was the magazine that. I subscribed to. Well, I was very rich. Joking. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that good. Is it. Yeah, I think it, it yeah, it, it was. I mean, I had the, I had the Game Genie. Okay. Uh, and the Game Genie, uh, yeah, it was great. Basically, just like an insane thing, like that you basically just plugged in to the game and then into the system. And then there was just books of codes to get like unlimited lives. It, the game genie, you know, when people get like in mean girls or in real life, when people get like screws put in their head and they have to wear that gear that like braces yes. their neck. And then it has mm. a, a huge thing on top of their head. That's what game genie looked like on Nintendo cartridge. Like it was so bulky. It was so big. It was so yeah. cumbersome. Like, I feel like half of the battle was trying to get the game genie onto the game. What oh, did that do? I vaguely remember that. Well, basically, that. It, it just gave you... It's Two things are crazy about it. One, it, it came out, like, kind of a couple of years afterwards, but but two, like... Hold on, hold on. We're not timestamp, right? That is... That, it came out a few years after? That is crazy. You're right. That is bonkers. Shut up. <laughs> uh, well, it didn't come out at the same time. I mean, I think Nintendo came out in 88, Maybe 89, and then maybe Game Genie was after that. But no, you basically got the Game Genie in a book that just had a ton of codes, mm-hmm. and you would enter the code in, and then it would open the game, and then you'd have unlimited lives or unlimited something. Oh. But what's crazy is like, the, I felt like those things had to already be built into the original cartridge. Yeah. And like all the inventors of those games just knew they were going to put a bunch of cheat codes in there for this thing later on in life. Yeah, I guess you're right. The that's that's the engineering of it. I mean, that was Let's the only way to play Contra, honestly, to just keep going, like not not dying, like just having unlimited lives yeah. without it. Once you do that, you can't play it the regular way. Yeah, I remember the first time getting to the, I think the final level, you're like inside an alien's stomach or something. Mm, sounds there's, right. There's yeah. all these like boils that pop and then little spiders come out or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a scary level. But I remember finally getting there and it was like dying every 10 seconds. 
with that brutal like when in contra when you die your guy there's like a doom sound and your guy lies completely flat on his back yeah i was yeah, a big i was a big uh, double dragon fan yeah i was thinking about that i was confusing them just now actually i, I love double dragon, dragon was like one of the first games i remember playing it was like kind of multiple levels because all of, all nintendo games you only could walk forward Okay. But Double Dragon was the first one where you could walk like up and down on the same like plane. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like, wasn't just uh, it was more like three dimensional. almost. Correct. It was like yeah. more. Mm-hmm. It was more three dimensional. Mm-hmm. But it also made it hard to then beat people because you weren't on the same dimension as them. And you throw that pipe and it would just miss them. Well, I think philosophically, I Nintendo got it right, where early games, as you walked to the right, the left there was almost like a TV screen wall. Let's try not to get political, Adam. <laughs> I said philosophical, not political. <laughs> well, you were saying left and right. I just yeah, you were saying left and right. Yeah. It was like, we're very, we don't know like, where, they, yeah, we don't know where, we don't know where Mario are. and Luigi yeah. fall And of on course, in Double scale. Dragons, there's the red party and the blue party. And uh, one is a little bit stronger and one's a little bit weaker. But as you, as you walked to the right to continue a level, you could never go back like this screen cut. Like in Mario, you can't backtrack you can't double back and so Correct. it's it's almost like philosophical of like in life time moves in one direction you can't go backwards yeah. so and sometimes that would work against you because the left screen would move automatically mm-hmm. it would push you, you along yeah, kind of, if, yeah, it, it would, want, it yeah, would push you a couple of those like castle levels and stuff like that it was like moving the whole time i think all the levels with like the upbeat music it did that where it's like and it had all the little uh spires that you had to jump onto with all the gaps in between those levels would push you along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember, like, did you get a Nintendo for Christmas? Yes. I got, I got Nintendo the year it came out for Christmas. Too. Yeah. I and I would it, play yeah, with, I, think... I would play with my sister and she, we would play duck hunt and she would oh, cheat. She would put this gun right up against the screen. Yeah. And then when yeah, we played yep. Mario brothers, she would jump with the controller. And I was like, oh. you fucking idiot. The, it, the <laughs> controller doesn't, the uh, controller doesn't great. move your guy. And then when right. the Wii came out, she was like, I proved you wrong. And I'm like, yeah, she was system. ahead of the game. She really when should I, have I, called Nintendo that morning and been like, have I have an idea for you? <laughs> have I, I have like an this, idea yeah. for you? Sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. One of my, I, not one of my regrets, but I'm not like the best decision making, but I remember really when it first came out, I thought, I thought like I was getting on the right train, right? I got Turbo Graphics. Like I wanted it for oh, Christmas yeah. so bad. Turbo Graphics like, convinced... 64, right, or something like that. What is I Turbo think it was Graphics? after 16. Nintendo Turbo Graphics was... sixteen? Yeah, I think it was maybe at the same time as Super. I got Turbo Graphics instead of Super Nintendo, which was a, a terrible move. Wasn't and there it... a game on that called like Donk? And you were close. like bonk, bonk's <laughs> revenge. Right. It was called bonk's revenge, and I was like, "What about bonk? Can't we just get close. to know bonk? I gotta get right away. We gotta have revenge." All the kids. Can we just get some bonk backstory? All but... the kids at school are like, "You playing Donkey Kong?" And you're like, "I'm playing Bonky Bong, Bonks, Bonky yeah, Dong." And it was like he he was like a <laughs> yeah, little no, boy, I, a little yeah. boy caveman, and he bonked things with his head. It's like uh, I wasn't rich oh, enough. I wasn't sucks. rich enough to have Donkey Kong. I my parents got me donk, <laughs> bonk, dude, with a B. But yeah, no, I know, but I was poor, I, so my parents oh. couldn't afford a Donkey Kong game. <laughs> Bonky Kong. And I think there was a hot. There was like a Blades of Steel type game. Mm. I think I maybe had like three or four. I mean, it fell fast. I've never even heard that system. Heard of that system? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah, Turbo right. Graphics? Mm-hmm. That's right. There's yeah. a reason. I mean, people oh, make yeah. fun of Dreamcast, but at least people remember Dreamcast. Very I mean, few Turbo people Gra- remember Turbo Graphics. Turbo Graphics. I think the commercial was like a kid sitting on a like a couch, and then like his and TV then going, explodes. Like, Mommy, can like I have that. the Super Nintendo instead? 
Yeah, and she's like, why, you want to play donk with your friends? Get a job, Anthony. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, if it's a terrible system. There's a game where, like, your mom yells at you or, like, you have to do chores. Homework. <laughs> there's a game just called Homework. That oh, absolutely what sucks. What a worst game. I remember, so so stepping off that, I got the Game Boy, like, a, whatever, a couple years later for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, my mom had like arranged the packages or the gifts. So like I was supposed to open the Game Boy first before I opened, like then she got me some games and stuff like that. Uh, but I opened the game first it, yeah. and I remember opening the game and been like, what the heck? I don't even have this system. Why would you do this? And then she was like, you opened the wrong one. And I was like, all right, I'm sorry. I didn't know. You throw like a cup of coffee in your mom's face. And you're like, you idiot. You oh, had to have all awful. over again. Did you feel terrible when you opened the Game Boy? <laughs> no, I felt or, great because I was instantly oh, okay. gratified. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't like she was like, well, they were out of it, but I got yeah. you the game. So when they do come back in stock, <laughs> that would have been awful. That's Yeah, I opened a gift one year and it was batteries. And I'm like, mom, you dumb motherfucker. And then I opened up a, a Walkman and I was like, oh, my apologies. Yeah, when I turned 16, my mom gave me like keys to a, these keys to a car. I'm like, you fucking idiot. I don't have a car. Where did what these is this go? for? What am I supposed Moron? to do with this? Yeah. What is this? Start my asshole? No, but I do remember, I think, I don't remember getting a Game Boy. I do remember getting a Walkman. And did I say Walkman or Walkman? What do you say? Walkman? What is Walkman? What is it? Walkman? Walkman sounds like a last Walkman? name. Like, did you yeah. talk to Lewis Walkman? Right. It's, so it's, it, it is Walkman. I think like so. It, it's specific. Isn't that weird to say that? I think it's a it Sony weird. Walkman, but I always called it a Walkman. That Walkman doesn't sound right, though. But Walkman also sounds weird. <laughs> I uh, went, but anyway, I went so into I a Chinese restaurant, and uh, behind the counter, there was a Walkman, and he was, yeah. uh, <laughs> he was snow peas and uh, onions. Well, and- anyway, I remember getting that in two tapes, and I think I got the Walkman first, and then the tapes. And I remember like one was White Snake, which nice. I was very excited nice. about. And then the other one was New Kids on the Block. And I looked at Whoa. my parents and I was like, what is this? And they're like, what? And I was like, why? I was so mad, right? And I remember my dad was like, well, I'll listen to it. And he would just like, listen to it on the way to work. He's like, man, it's not bad. He, he was like, well, no, I'm, you know, I'm not going to, you're not throwing it away. I'll just listen to it. That's fantastic. Yeah. my si- We had posters growing up of New Kids on the Block. My sister was obsessed with, I want to say his name was Jordan. Yeah, he's the best. Was one yeah. of them. So yeah. I think yeah. I grew up as a having uh, those posters looking at me every room of the house I walked into. Yeah, Jordan was probably the best. Joey was cute, but yeah, yeah. He I did. think he yeah. ended up maybe. Uh, who do you think? Well, Donnie, career-wise, cool. he does. You think he wins? I mean, Donnie like, who has probably the best wins. Career? Yeah, Donnie probably wins oh, because yeah. he did that, and then he did. He did. I mean, he's a Wahlberg. He was, and in he's six, in Blue Bloods with sense. Tom Selleck. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think being in Blue Buds wins uh, CBS network drama, Brett. I mean, I sure. Never you know. watch. I th- you watch. I've never seen stuff. it. No, I've never seen oh, okay. it. I just that know. Seems like I, mean, I, I know it exists. Stuff. Yeah. So no, Brett, are characters know. welcome or characters are not welcome? That's USA, my friend. I don't care. Yeah. And to be fair, I am rewatching Monk for absolutely no reason right now. <laughs> oh, my it's a Lord. great show. No and reason. I'm, Excuse me. Tony no, it's great. Tony Shalhoub, Shalhoub is the Lebanese Elvis. Come it's on. It's really good. I'm trying to get my wife to watch Psych after this. We'll oh. work up to burn notice. But <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> work up to. We're watching Sopranos well, right now I and think... then we're going to curb. Ooh. Yes, please. I have to rewatch Sopranos. It's been t- I only watched it when it came out live so i haven't rewatched it since so that's I gotta go when back. i wa- that's when i watched it and so it's basically like watching a brand new show right now because it's been like 20 years almost i remember i can't remember ugh, the guy's name my favorite character was the guy with the ponytail 
who I think has oh, an affair. Oh, like the Italian guy? Yeah, like, yeah, yes. yeah From Italy, guys. Yeah. So they're all Italian. Oh, yeah, shut it right. down. I'm right there. I'm just on that oh, episode okay, where he okay. goes to Italy. I'll say no more. Yeah, so, I Brett, don't speak- remember a lot because it was a long time ago. Speaking yeah. of you going to Italy, let's go ahead and transition to your word. What did you bring in for us today? Uh, so I uh, brought in a word that uh, I, I, first of all, a word that I think if you ask a lot of people, it would be insanely hard to spell. Uh, but I, it was on my mind because it happened to me not that long ago when my baby was born. Uh, and that word is tourniquet. Ooh. Now, how do you think tourniquet is spelled? And your baby famously was shot in the leg in World That's War correct. II. Uh, what did yep. she need? What did she need a tourniquet for? <laughs> when I cut the umbilical cord. Oh, you did that? Yeah, they put I uh, they put, against. They put two uh, two tourniquets. Yeah, on well, that's oh, because clamps. You, you cut your wife on accident one time when she was no, pregnant. And no. They were like, we don't want I you don't, to finish I don't the like job. The, no, I let the professionals. Like you have this is a <laughs> professional situation. It's, I you use like, the equipment. I'm not doing it. I didn't have a choice. Like it, they like clamped. Oh, I told two them little... in advance I wasn't going <laughs> to. Oh yeah, see, yeah, they didn't ask me in advance. They just like yeah. handed me scissors and they're like, "All right, would you like to do it?" And I was like, "I'm in." My beef with that is it's like my wife ran a marathon and I got in front and went through the finish line. And like, I broke that, that it's just like, I did nothing. She did everything. If anything, she should get to karate chop it. Yeah, in so my opinion, I, did, I didn't I had, do anything. Oh, so I had two doctors. I didn't want to do it. Hold the umbilical cord really tight. And then I ran, I ran through it. <laughs> I think Rob brings up a great point where cutting the umbilical cord should look like a, a store opening where it's like, a yeah. com- comically large pair of scissors and like you shake, so hand- big. you shake hands with the mayor and then you, <laughs> Oh, the mayor should have to be there at every birth. You know, like- <laughs> oh yeah. He's, he's like, I've never, yeah. Gotta get, he puts a ribbon on the umbilical. He's like, so great to be time. here at the grand opening. So great that a baby came out of the grand opening. Let's cut this ribbon. That's fantastic. Uh, but either way. So they put two tourniquets mm-hmm. on the, on two ends of the uh, umbilical cord. And then you cut in the middle. So obviously it doesn't go crazy. And then they leave it on there for a long time. Cause then it, that's what, Stays right. on there until you leave the hospital, mm-hmm. and then when it dries off and falls, it off. just falls out. Right. So, Brett, yeah. when you say so, it doesn't go crazy. Is that a medical term <laughs> that the umbilical cord can? Yeah, the doctor said unquote, I have to put these crazy. two things on there. Or else <laughs> and this is gonna why be, there's going to be people. They just let cut umbilical cords. They let these people cut umbilical cords. If you don't put the tourniquets on and you cut the umbilical it'll go cord, crazy. it'll be like yeah. a fire hose that's on full blast, right? Yeah. Uh, but to go back, I'm going to guess it'll start T O U R. Maybe that's correct. Okay, I feel like there's that. I felt that. Kind of thing Tower, you would expect. Tour Nikit. Tour, and then it's, it would be too easy if it's N I C A T E. Yeah, it would be too easy if it was. Yeah. There. So, tour. Hmm. Uh, there's, there's a Q in there. Is there a sure. silent letter in there's there? There's a that's, Q. Is there a silent letter? I mean, yes. I mean, technically, yes. I mean, technically, the Q that Adel said is, I guess, Tourniquet. silent. quit. So, this is, I got to imagine this is a French word. Triage, tourniquet. They invented all the war words. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, is I when watching like a lot of war movies, Saving Private Ryan, all that stuff, it's always, you know, they're asking for a tourniquet. And, you know, always when you're thinking you're in like a situation where like if you're in like, I don't know, crazy enough, like whatever, a school shooting, something like that. It's always like have someone's like, give me your belt so I can like live and just tighten this thing as much as possible. It does. It seems like something that should be taught to everyone because it is it can be the it can be the difference between life and death death and also like the difference between like keeping a limb and losing a limb. What about those times when like do you ever see those things where they like hollow out a pen and shove it in somebody's throat? Yeah. In Anaconda. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew it's been in movies. Trick got me, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) my brother in law, my brother in law is a Marine and he's like, oh, yeah, you should have 
a tourniquet kit in your car and in your home. And he's Hold like, you go on, yeah, you go go on ahead, Amazon, no. on Amazon, they're like $12. I think really Rob and is. I have the same idea. Which, I think we literally should did. Should it yeah. not be called a tourniquet? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you immediately jump up to it. A tourniquet kit is sounds should like- Should be called a, a tourniquet. Oh, I didn't realize what you guys were referencing. <laughs> kit. Do you have a tourniquet, tourniquet kit? kit. Yeah. Hey there, boy. Do you have a tourniquet kit? <laughs> Sorry, my name is MJ Stutters. But how, hey. does it, how do we spell it? T-O-U-R. T-O-U-R-N-I-Q-U-E-T. Oh, yeah. I would never. Yeah. Damn. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I guess you can get them on Amazon. He's like, you should just have one because if it's just, if anything, it, it's a very easy thing to administer if anything were to happen. How are you with blood, guys? I'm... <laughs> you sound that's like <laughs> you sound like a waiter saying the specials of like what do the specials say? How are you with blood? Do you like? Do you like okay. it? Do you, the chef do you has... not like it? Are you, o negative? Yeah, yeah. are you o negative? Because by the end of the evening, you're going to be B positive. I'm fine seeing blood. I'm terrible with like needles, like stuff being done to mm-hmm. me. I'm terrible with, but I can. Mm-hmm. I guess when I watch TV or something and I see needles, I have to turn away. Yeah. But blood, I'm fine with. Yeah, I was a sick kid growing up. So I was in the hospital a lot. So I saw mm-hmm. lots of needles, lots of blood. It doesn't like if Double someone occasion. does a blood test to me, I can just stare directly at my arm when the needle goes in and when the blood's drawn, I don't have any issues with that. It's like a superpower. Yeah. It's okay. with like, with like my kids, when I see them bleeding, I don't like get squeamish or anything with myself. Sometimes depending, mm-hmm. I don't like it coming from me. If that makes sense. Well, uh, because, yeah. I mean, that's because your blood is precious. Yeah. <laughs> You have such a regimen of how you live your life that if yeah. you any, if you lose any drop, it's yeah. it's really detrimental to you. No, I mean like when I jacked up my finger, I remember it was like just blood was coming out. You I was what like, your I finger? Even, I jacked it up. Oh, I just okay. messed it. Up. I, I had to get stitches in my finger, and like there was just blood, and I was really like having a hard time. And you know, honestly, in and no- normally I don't get too bad. I literally like my wife was like helping me like change the bandage. I couldn't look at my finger for like two weeks. Oh damn! I would literally like turn around and just like she would. She would change the bandage for me. The rest, of, I was having such a hard time oh, looking wow. at it. I think it was I was afraid the tip was going to be gone, and even though it was healing, I was still I just couldn't look at it. And that was the first time I was like, I don't think I've ever been this squeamish around this stuff before. Oh, that's wow. interesting. Ever, the, yeah, the the finger seems like the most tame. Like that seems like exactly. It's not like this gash injuries. in my stomach or something. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. just a fingertip. It's literally like a fingertip, so it shouldn't be that bad. But yeah, I had a really yeah. I just learned. I learned that about myself. So are you never ago. gonna? Are you ever gonna get a vasectomy where they just cut off just the top of your dick and then you have to keep putting? That's actually on it? doctor. I don't think that's exactly what a vasectomy is. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I was in the hospital for twenty four hours. I asked a lot of questions. Yeah. I was like, what do I, what do I do to stop this? Couple from happening of, okay. Again? So you can impregnate your wife. The one downside is piss goes everywhere. But other than that, <laughs> it's like an umbilical cord. It just goes wild. <laughs> so Brett, um, you said you were a sickly kid. What was your, I'm, I'm picturing you in like suspenders in like a, in like Dust Bowl era dying of consumption. What yeah, was, so, what was sickly Well, my father worked for this guy named Scrooge and like I had a severe <laughs> limp and uh, oh. no, uh, I had like a uh, bad asthma growing up. And so. Back then, I had to kind of be in the hospital a lot because I would uh, have breathing issues mm-hmm. and like medicine and stuff wasn't where it is now. So basically, like if a lot, I would lose oxygen quickly. And if I did, you were in like the turbo graphics era of medicine. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and yeah, so now I had to go there a lot and get like oxygen and, and st- I was like on steroids for like 13 years. And Jesus. I didn't get fucking ripped at all. Doesn't work. Do you have fat. Is it called prednisone? Prednisone? I was on prednisone for like 20, for almost 15 years. I was on it once and it was amazing. I mean, that yeah, is a drug that I w- could abuse. So it hold on. I, mean. I might be ignorant. Prednisone, that's the Kenny Loggins song from 
no, Top you're thinking when of, he gets no, the woman thinking, pregnant. No, you're thinking of this scene from it. Caddyshack. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, prednisone but, is not fun. It's, it's it's a great. Oh, disagree. So if, you well, feel no, no, great. No. Here's the thing: if you were to, you know, have the flu or like have a little bronchitis or something like that, they're going to give you prednisone and it's going to clear up in like no time. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is it is a straight steroid. Yeah. So like, I was on that for you know, like I said, 13 years. So like, it just caused oh. me like, oh, that's that, why I was yeah, so, yeah. why, why I was so kind of like fat as a kid and later on in life, because it just ballooned you up. It oh, just, sure. I had like burst. a five day thing. That was it. Yeah. So it yeah. was like, yeah, like you just, as a kid, you just feel I like a million just, bucks. As a kid, I was like super active, played baseball, played sports, did all this stuff. You played baseball I, and, and sports. I was just going to say, <laughs> you just controversial <laughs> statement. Baseball's not a sport. Brett. <laughs> Can't expect. I mean, it takes forever. They're not really doing anything, you know. <laughs> At least football, you know, they're playing eight minutes a game. Uh, no, so it was just kind of, yeah. It just it worked against me, but I needed it to live. So I guess it, yeah, it worked. And it, yeah, it, worked. it worked against me. I did need it to live, <laughs> but it was working against me. But it did it's help true. me live. It's true. It didn't let me live my life how I wanted to. You know, I could have went to Italy as a young boy. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I had when uh, I was first born. I had I don't even know the name of it. I should know this, but I had something where my esophagus wasn't connected to my stomach properly. So anytime my parents fed me, I would just throw it up, and so they took oh, me in. And yeah, they mud had to, gut. That's what it is, mud gut. Thank you. Really? Yeah. And so I have on my stomach. I have a giant scar. It's always I've had it since I was a baby, and the scar just grows with me. So I have a giant car that scar that takes up like one half of a side of my stomach. And it's where really? they, they went in and reconnected my esophagus to the, like, properly. So it was like a straight up, because it was like, I guess, gushing out the sides, or I don't know what was happening. Like when you were, like, being breastfed? Or later on in life, I think it was digest solids. Uh, when you got the solid food? I don't know. I think it was when I got the solid foods. So I don't know if wow. it, like, jostled loose or something. <laughs> but uh, but I had huh. to have that pretty into- And then I also had to have ear tubes. So I was a pretty... Oh, yeah, I had that, too. Also, oh, yeah, yeah. mud gut, you could, that's like something if somebody gets fat on chocolate. Yeah, I mean, you call them a little you mud, mud gut. gut? <laughs> I think mud gut is when you have <laughs> diarrhea, actually. Oh, sure. That's more like mud butt. That's but mud yeah. butt, yes. Yeah, well, that's clearly mud. mud butt. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when I was a baby, I didn't have a tube that connected to my ass. So, like, shit just went <laughs> everywhere inside. It was called mud butt. Yeah. And it connected. Um, yeah. All right. Well, at least we all knew that we all had an issue when we were growing up as kids. When think, you mentioned yeah. tourniquet, I, 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 th- I think I said it's probably, I assume it's a French word. And I mentioned triage. I didn't know until I'm 39. I don't think I knew until like 
I was maybe 37, what triage meant. Like people would I, say triage and I'd be so. like, oh, absolutely. And I'm like, it has something to do with a hospital. But it wasn't yeah. until two years ago that I learned triage is like who who can be treated, who is beyond treatment and who needs immediate care, like that sort of process. Yeah, And they use they use triage like every single opportunity when we were just in the hospital. Mm-hmm. They were like, you know, if you they're at the doctor when we went to our ultrasound, they were like, well, if you feel anything's wrong and like you don't feel the baby kick, it's like you immediately should go to triage, mm-hmm. which is basically like which happened to us is like you walk into the hospital and you're like we were told we're having a baby and like everything stopped. <laughs> we were told we're having, a baby. I thought well, it was no, just I mean, mud gut. <laughs> no, <laughs> under the circumstance, it was like, we had our baby a week early and, mm-hmm. uh, and like we went to the ultrasound and they were like, we want you to have this baby today. And we were like, yeah. Oh, okay. And so wow. we went home, got our go back. And they're like, when you go back to the hospital, just literally walk in and say, we were told we're having a baby today. And like, everything did stop. Like everyone stopped what they were doing and like immediately got us like, move it did somebody take a needle off a record yeah a hundred percent and then these two like bullies All were the, like yeah. two bullies were about to like beat up this kid and they were like oh hold on a second <laughs> see i'd panic and i'd burst in and say we bought a zoo they'd be like wait <laughs> did you mean like, to say we're having a reference baby? <laughs> yeah. uh i didn't know what triage meant until just now oh. i assumed it just meant I, I picture a medical tent for some reason. When you say triage, yes, I'm just picturing a medical tent in war is all. I, but I don't know. That's what where it, it means. started. Assume- it's like Johnny Tremaine shit. Where it's like, but I think it's like, and and, and here's the thing. I don't even know if I'm 100 percent right, but I believe it's when so triage meaning three, where it's like three options, mm. and oh. it's like if you took a if you're in the Civil War, let's say. Or French Revolutionary War. If you took if a bullet, Civil War, uh, quick. What side are you guys on? <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Just don't uh, think. Just say it. Just don't think. The, the right the side. Drummer. I'm the drummer. I'm the drummer boy. <laughs> so if you get shot in the shoulder, that's one. That's like you are hurt clearly, right? But, but you could probably wait a few hours. Mm-hmm. If you're shot in the neck and it's gushing out, they're like, oh, okay, they're, we're not going to waste our human resources right, on you. You are going to mm-hmm. die. And then it's like mm-hmm. if you're shot in the stomach, it's like. Mm-hmm. Shoulder guy can wait. Neck dude is on his way out. So let's, let's focus on that's, stomach. Yeah, that makes sense. And then we'll get the shoulder. So it's I think I just it's just assume, about like human resources. I just assume it was like a plant-based sauce for an Italian beef sandwich. We have a torsion of foie gras with a little bit of triage. <laughs> How are you with blood? <laughs> How are you with blood? Also, uh, for this dish, we are going to shoot you in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to see how it goes. What is your, do you have, because sometimes when I watch war movies, specifically wars that are pre like 1950 or 11. something. 9-11. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> do you... Uh, what, can, what's the timer? That was how long we made it without Brett saying, okay, cool. Was, thank you. That was a lot longer than I thought. Do you, in your mind's eye, either while you're watching the movie or afterwards, picture like the worst, the worst thing that could have happened to you? Like to me, and I think oh, this yeah, is maybe 100%. from watching, what's the, uh, I hate to bring up his name. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle? Patriot? Uh, Mel in the Middle. Mel Gibson? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Mel Gibson. The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Mm -hmm. Correct. There's a scene where, and Heath Ledger, thank you. Mm -hmm. They're both dead, technically. (laughs) Legally, (laughs) they're both dead to the rest of the world. There's a scene where, and I didn't realize that this is what they use cannonballs for. There's a scene where they shoot cannonballs and they they shoot them at like a, I want to say like a 18 degree angle. 
Yeah. Like in my head, cannons were used to shoot ships or something or shoot stuff out of the air. That, no, right. they shot the ground, baby. But they'd shoot at an 18 to 15 degree angle and the cannonball would just bounce and just like take out people's limbs and like <sighs> absolute re- like wreak havoc. And to me, seeing that, I was like, that is now my worst fear is like if I was on a battlefield and a yeah. cannonball got shot at me. Yeah, I can't right. even take you to the pool because if someone jumps in the pool and yells I've cannonball, screamed. you lose your mind. <laughs> I feel like landmines are more terrifying, but landmines are terrifying because I feel everybody like... has a cell phone now. And Did yeah, you yeah. landmine. <laughs> I feel like I feel what, like what imagine your grandma, you were, she died landmine. But imagine I'm just saying, like imagine you you are walking and you step on a landmine, yeah. right? Like you realize it, right? Like it doesn't like kill you, you, and you're just like looking you around, and your pressure, legs are gone. No, not even that. What if you step on it and like it oh, goes off when you relieve you hear the pressure? A click? Yeah. Mm. Or that's, yeah, that's like a the subway thing. thing where as soon as they back away from you. No, that, you you're know. thinking of a foot long. So you go in there and you <laughs> no, explode you know, with meatballs. You get people like underneath a subway car where they're alive and talking. But as soon as the subway car backs up, they're dead because it's like holding all of their guts together. Oh, really? You never read about that or heard about that? No. That's definitely what, happened. What yes. are you reading? Wait, uh, what are you talking about? I, I know what you're talking about. Like, from, I've like, seen it in a TV show and movie as well. Like, it's literally, I think this from well, the like, guy not, in Signs too, yes, when Mel Gibson's wife, oh. she had the same yes. thing with a car. Like, it hit and you're it like, was keeping her alive. Yes, the like the 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 whatever the the weight of it or whatever it was holding all of your insides in. But like, as soon as it comes away, there's no there's no saving your dead. Yeah. Like, you're lucid. You're probably a little out of it, but you're you can talk yeah. and you're like you know. But that's just like, hey, we gotta kill you now basically like we're yeah. gonna move this back and she's like over. don't move the car away swing away and then you know that's how the movie <laughs> ended um two two mel gibson movie references i just uh, realized very quickly mm-hmm. what is wrong with us well i don't know um have you guys seen passion of the christ <laughs> he just was he was a lot in of that, blood though. in that one a lot of blood in that one yeah i didn't know, realize christ had so much passion such a such a <laughs> Yeah, extreme lover. I mean, that, when you say the word beginnings, that's what I think about. That's how that little mustache is working for him. That's how, what for Jesus? Yeah, it's kind I of like know. a Don Juan situation, right? I don't. Did he have like a beard? I don't know. Well, no, I just no one was working really way too hard to either work in Gallipoli or Bird on a Wire, and I couldn't yeah. do either. He just freaking—he's directing Lethal Weapon Five, and I think he's going to be in it. Oh boy. Yes, I think he got forgiven. No, I don't think he did. I think he's. I think he just is rich, and so yeah. he's. Yeah, that's a mm, man. Yeah. That guy sucks. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, speaking of that guy sucks, Rob. Mm. Last but not Segway. least, do you want to yeah. put forward your word for us? Yeah. Um. You know, no, no, like introduction. No, I think I just thought of a word and wanted to see where he we went. So my word is perishable. Oh. Perishable. perishable. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So perishable. Um, it does make me think of church, but that's because I thought of parish. Yeah, I was, was mm. going to say it does make me think of the 1980 Celtics. Um, Robert Perishable. <laughs> Robert mm. Parish the ball. Robert Parish a ball. Um, mm. It does make me think very much about when someone would say, "Bring your parish perishables and non-perishables," mm-hmm. and then as a kid being like. I don't know which one that is. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it has know, to like, bring a non-perishable item. They would like, say, like, doesn't they would everything. Say, Please bring right. in your perishable, non-perishable, and canned goods. And I'd be like, yeah. wait, isn't the isn't the canned goods the I non-perishable? I think they didn't want perishable. Like, I didn't want you to bring, like, ground beef. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like here's a pound a of bag, here's a pound a of ground chuck we've had in the fridge for a week. Uh-huh. We're not going to get to it. Can we put this in the box? Uh, yeah, no, I think they just want a non-perishable <laughs> item. But yeah, I don't know why I was thinking about. It. I don't know. Just thinking about. I don't know. What are your thoughts on? I guess maybe I'll think. Do you eat food past expiration? And if so, uh, what foods do you push it on? And what foods do you go like, oh, no, no, no. If this date is passed, it's in the garbage. This is a I, huge contention point in our household with Gemma, okay. with my fiance, Gemma, and I. I The the minute hits 12.01 and it is the next day, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will toss it out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I refuse to eat this. Like, why would they put a date on there if I'm not if I'm supposed to continue eating it? But Gemma will see me throw it out or whatever and like yell at me. And she's like, it's still good. Like, that's just legally they have to sell it by that point. Right. Yeah. But even if they sell it. So if it says like 12 one, that's mm-hmm. the expiration date. Mm-hmm. She's like, that just means they can't sell it past 12 one. But if somebody mm-hmm. bought it on 12 one, it's still good for another week. Now, 100 percent. I can't like milk. No way. It's it's yeah, right. No. You smell yeah. it. I bad. feel like dairy is a for me. Dairy is a hard rule. Yeah. Like, whatever the date is, it's done. I'm not yeah, pushing yeah. it with dairy. We don't we don't push. We don't like push anything. But I will say I did like I, I did kind of drop my guard a little bit when something says sell by compared to like if something, oh, says, good you, point, if good something point. says like expires, like say 12, 12. Yeah. Then like, okay, if it's 1213, I'm tossing it. But if it says sell by 1212, mm-hmm. I'll push it three or four days. Okay. But we we don't really do like, we don't eat really leftovers here. Like if we make something like we don't keep it because we just won't eat it the next day. So like none Everybody of that makes stuff. happy I won't plates. Let, yeah. I won't like, I won't push anything later than that. But like at my in-laws house in Tennessee, like when I go down there, there's stuff. I found stuff that like was from like 2000. And like 16, 2017, like sauces and stuff like that. And then I know that my mother-in-law doesn't look at any expiration dates. And just So uh, like she'll just, I'll be, because all the time I'll be like, oh, what did you put in this? And she'll be like this. And I was like, I only saw one (laughs) bottle of A1 sauce that was from like unless Unless the sauce she's making. I just start. I just start throwing stuff away though. Like I sure. just, I'll just go through and yeah, just start that's... tossing stuff. Unless the sauce she made is a hundred percent honey. You got to throw that shit out. I think honey's the only, honey's the only food it that just never lasts expires. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but also she's also absolutely fine and nothing's happened to her whatsoever. Yeah. Like she hasn't gotten sick, but like she is somebody who would 100% would be like, Oh, I put some sausage uh, in my eggs this morning. And I was like, Oh fun. I was like, where'd you get the sausage from? And she was like, it was the sausage you made for that barbecue last Sunday. And I would be like, <laughs> where did I, mean, I get the sausage like, from? 1987. Today's, <laughs> <laughs> like, today's Thursday. I mean, that's, I mean, it, but the thing is, is I was I guess dating Rob Lowe. <laughs> it's been cooked, you know? So I, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's hard. To, I mean, it's just weird. It's just, yeah. it's not for me. I can understand people just let it go, but yeah, for me, I'm, closer on sell by than I am. And then anything else, if anything, if anything has, like, I remember my mother, if, if something had mold on it, like mm-hmm. a piece of bread, she'd be like, well, just cut off the moldy part. My and dad, oh, yeah. My dad, no, that's a, no yeah, way. Yeah. No way. If, that's if out, anything that's has out. a speck of mold, if one piece of bread has mold and everything else is fine, whole, whole basket of bread. Yeah. It's all by. ruined by association. Yes. hundred percent. I'll push a vegetable a couple of days. Like if you get asparagus wow. and it's like sell by this and if it still looks okay, that's fine. Meat, I will still eat. A few days after, for sure, because I feel like you're cooking it. So even That's if it's fair. like a few days past, if you're cooking it, you're killing off maybe whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So you, well, you, you would. Some you, of us, Rob. Some of us were born with our esophagus not attached to our stomachs. So yeah, I don't some, know what you want to push some stuff. <laughs> fair, so you're fair, fair. you fuck with a limp asparagus? 
it's not well if it's limp i'm out but oh, if okay. it's still if it's still you know if there's still like if it still it looks relatively good like yeah, when it gets it, mushy at the top no way but yeah, no you know way. sometimes you know it'll say like you know a couple of days you know oh this expired a couple of days ago or past due or whatever not past due like uh, i threw out a, bill, I threw but, out yeah. a thing of spinach yesterday and the spinach look fine Mm. Was it Italian spinach with that hand gesture you just did? Like <laughs> just I threw out this thing, arugula. Thing that's what you call it. Yeah, it really I told was. you. I told you. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos. No, oh, that's yeah. It's <laughs> but uh, your life. but yeah, I threw, earlier I, he I, told me to shut my fucking mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Go get me some gabagool." Um, no, but like it looked good. But the I opened it and it had a little bit of an aroma to it, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Nope, I'm done." Because mm-hmm. like I'm like, if something doesn't smell like spinach or anything like that. And it all of a sudden has some sort of little funk to it. Yeah. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I feel like with spinach and some like prepackaged lettuce or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, when it gets it, that. W- and when it gets wet, if you can look yeah. in the bag and it's wet, even if there's yeah, no browning, out. whatever, yeah, if it goes to Brown town, I'm out yeah. of here. Mm-hmm. If, if, if stuff in bags gets wet, it's ruined <laughs> the blanket statement. Also stuff in bags. Also fun little yeah. trick. Cause I get like hello fresh and stuff. If you open it and there's uh, um, asparagus and it's limp, if you play with it for a little bit, um, problem solved. Uh, and once again, we are that. Not, we're not sponsored by HelloFresh, <laughs> we the could hardest be. vegetables we in the be. game. HelloFresh. <laughs> Never go limp again. We have the hardest again. vegetables no. in the game. HelloFresh.com. Our vegetables will please your wife. <laughs> I really think that company should just be a cookbook in a shopping list. It's really wasteful packaging. Cause all it is is like, here's a cookbook, here's a recipe and yeah. here's some ingredients. Like I don't need a little thing of olive oil. Just get a bottle of olive oil. <laughs> it is uh, funny that it's like revolutionized home cooking. And it is, yeah. it's truly it's like literally just it's like, like, here's the stuff you need to cook and here's yeah. how to cook it. And people yeah. are like, unbelievable. And it's yeah. like, well, oh, this we, is what a cookbook where we, is. Where's this been all of our life? I don't know. It yeah. just, I can't believe Betty Crocker has lied to me for years. So, so perishable, we talked about non-perishable. So Mm -hmm. perishable, I assume is like able, the root of the Latin word must be able to perish, right? Perish. I didn't know. Was I supposed to look up the definition? No, no, no. I think. Oh, okay. No, Uh, no, no. I don't. Yeah. I assume. I mean, yeah, it's something good that goes bad. But like that, Mel Gibson, that's <laughs> yeah, he was perishable, but now all yeah. of a sudden he's not perishable. <laughs> that's uh, Brett. I feel, I feel like you just came up with the best uh, title for a Western movie. <laughs> something good that can go bad. Uh, good. The good, I the mean, bad and the perishable. I was just thinking the other day about like talk about non-perishable makes me think of, do you know what non-parels are? Uh, is that like, a, like the a, bread? Maybe I'm saying, or it is wrong. it like? Is it like they're uh, like little sprinkles? It's like, it's like a hand sanitizer that has bacteria in it, right? Nonpareil. <laughs> I was thinking of like non-bread. <laughs> nonpareil. Don't use the nonpareil. Use the bottle full of bacteria. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it says non right there. Oh, I can feel my esophagus detaching from my stomach. As well, we speak. welcome sisters. Welcome sisters. Please use the nonpareil. Thank you. May God be with you. No nonpareils are, and I, I hope I'm saying this right. It's almost no, that's like a castanet. It's oh. <laughs> way Captain, off. Captain Morelli's castanet. I was so just—they're almost like little fingers. sprinkles. The, oh. the best way to to make you picture them in your mind's eye is if you've ever had snow caps. Okay. Oh yeah, those little like the candy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those oh, little hate, dots are I called nonpareils. Yeah. Oh. I've always just called them sprinkles, but I guess the 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 correct term is nonpareils. And I but just just don't know. the the little circles are called nonpareils. The other yes. ones are still called sprinkles, right? Yes, yes, yes. So okay. I'm just not sure. 
what that to me is the most foreign like speaking of of triage i didn't learn about nonpareils until like my mid 30s so i just don't know what what is this i don't think you ever would though unless like because the only thing that would make me figure that out is if you made a dessert and in the recipe it said yeah. like nonpareils and i'd be like what is this and i would look it up yeah but, but i'm like, curious never, of, ever... like what pareils are like is that a, is there something like not even trying to do a joke or I'm not trying to do bad stand up. Oh right! Like is there <laughs> like, okay, how many, like uh, squares? Yeah, hey, uh, how many how many people? Uh, you know, how many non parels we got out here? I was Show just gonna hands. say, but non parels be like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever notice uh, Steve Carell's drive uh, like this while non parels drive like this? <laughs> no, I don't even know. I mean, so if you I'm work at the factory, and you got, oh, you got no parels on. <laughs> You, you ever have to unhook a lady's parels and you're like, oh, oh, I, I, how yeah. do I do this? What oh, is this? You, ever, you ever see the Three Stooges and they throw the pie and the woman's like, oh, my non-parels. <laughs> she clutches Clutching her, her parels. Your non-parels. <laughs> I guess there's a new segment on this podcast called Bad Stand-Up. Oh, I Great. love it. Great. I'm in. I think we, that would be 45 minutes we easily could do. <laughs> That'd be fun. And you're, yeah. Well, this, I believe, will be the end of our episode, our first episode, our debut episode mm-hmm. thank you all so much for your words thank you non-perishable for your, uh, episode mind you non-perishable this yeah yes. this will not expire this will live on in perpetuity yes we'll continue to go because we put a tourniquet on this episode and didn't <laughs> bleed it out we hope Come to on, see y'all next time Do we, yes figure it out tie oh. your fucking word into the ending like me and rob just did uh i guess i should start to say goodbye oh uh, jesus mel gibson <laughs> The Word Association is Brett Lyons, Adel Rafai, and Rob White. The Word Association theme song was written and performed by Arnie Parrott. Editing was done by me, Julia W.D. Harrison. If you'd like to send a word or two along, please email the show at twapod at gmail.com. <laughs>